हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट 26 क्लास एंड आवर टॉपिक इज क्लास एंड क्लास कॉन्फ्लिक्ट इन इंडस्ट्रियल सोसाइटी बाय आर डरेंडोफ The second half of the 19th century and early 20th century witnessed the legal recognition of joint stock companies in Germany, England, France and the United States. In the present day, joint stock companies have largely replaced the economic enterprises that were owned and managed by the capitalist or his or her family the stock or the shares of a company are widely dispersed much in contrast to the capitalist setup in which the ownership lies in the hands of a single individual in the post capitalist era the joint stock companies afford far reaching implications for the structure of industrial enterprises and for the broader structure of society of which social classes constitute an important component in a joint stock companies the sto- stockholders hold ownership while the control lies in the hands of managers who are not like the capitalists This arrangement keeps the owners away from the actual sphere of production and reduces the distance between the managers and the workers. This is the radical view upheld by Marx himself. The other is the conservative view that asserts that owners or stockholders and the controllers or managers are not widely different they constitute a somewhat homogeneous group the stockholders and managers hold a similar outlook and may be treated as similar to the class of capitalist this view which comes out in the writings of c right mills stands out in sharp contrast to the marx own analysis R. Derendorf explained that the social structure of joint stock companies as well as cooperative and the state-owned enterprises differs from that of the classical capitalist enterprise and that therefore a transition from the latter to the former is a process of social change. He suggested that the separation of ownership and control involved a change in the structure of social positions and also a change in the recruitment of personnel to their these positions. This refers to the distribution of the roles of capitalist in two positions the owner and the manager. The owners are alienated from production process in the sense that they do not participate in the day-to-day affairs of production enterprise and do not have a defined place in the formal hierarchy of the authority in the enterprise. 
this is so because the workers deal with and are answerable to the managers it may be recalled that the capitalist exercised authority because he owned the means of production over which the subsistence of the workers depended the managers on the other hand hold authority by virtue of the property rights delegated to them by stockholders since the managers remain in contact with workers they seek to exercise their authority with consensus of the workers or else the manual and clerical workers would make their interest felt in many complex and unregulated ways such as by distributing the process of production significantly the managers cannot afford to let this happen because the stockholders would reprimand them bandix explained that there are three kinds of entrepreneurs in the post capitalist era the capitalist the hares and the bureaucrats thus there is a de- definite change in the composition of the entrepreneurial class derendorf maintained that capitalism has completely eroded and given way to different groups that bear a relationship with each other that is much different from the relationship between burgeois and the proletariat highlighted by marx he outlined three effects of this development on class conflict when manager replaces capitalist there is a complete change in the composition of the groups participating in the conflict change in recruitment and composition of group participating in the conflict leads to the change in the nature of issues that causes conflict the managers who are like functionaries without capital do not act behave and hold attitudes like the all powerful capitalists further the interest of labor towards the new opponents are different and the decomposition of capital referring to differentiation in ownership and control of means of production that is capital involves a change in the pattern of conflict in the course of such developments the capitalist class and the labor class ceases to be homogeneous classes the labor also ceases to be homogeneous class there are unskilled labors semi skilled labors and skilled labors as also those equipped with different skills the laborers who hitherto treated themselves as a single class with common interest and distinctive class consciousness now become increasingly aware of differences among themselves this is referred to as decomposition of labor 
that mean phenomena of decomposition of capital and decomposition of labor are almost inevitably accompanied with the emergence new middle class both within and outside the industry of modern societies. Later and Messier coined the term new middle class in the post capitalist societies the new middle class is constituted of salaried employed in tertiary industries, in commercial firms, in shops and restaurants, in cinemas as also salaried skilled workers and foremen. The bureaucrats exercise authority and are positionally aligned with the ruling class. While it is true that bureaucrats do not constitute the ruling class, it is widely accepted that they are a part of it and in industrial, political and social conflicts they stand by the side of the ruling class. The other interesting fact is that a large number of salaried employees identify themselves with the interests, attitudes and lifestyles of the higher ups. The emergence of the new middle class has a profound impact on the class structure proposed by Marx. Derendorf suggested that the bureaucrats add to the bourgeois class while the white collar workers add to the proletariat class. Both the classes become highly heterogeneous in composition therefore less united. Like the industrial workers, white collar workers have no property and no authority, but they do exhibit many social characteristics that are entirely different from those of working class. Similarly, though the bureaucrats do exercise authority that the older ruling class did too. They differ from the ruling class in several respects. Much more important than the decomposition of capital and decomposition of labor, Derendorf explained is the question whether the concept of class continues to remain relevant to the conflict groups of post-capitalist societies. Furthermore, the simplistic dichotomy in the class structure in the Marxist framework no longer seems to be valid in explaining the structure and conflict in post-capitalist and advanced industrial societies. Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with a self-learning podcast. Thank you.